0: Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes.
1: Hey Superachievers. In this episode, I'm interviewing John Kenny. John, known as the Relationship Guy, is a coach, counselor, NLP practitioner, documentary producer, and author who helps people create and maintain fulfilling relationships in their lives. Welcome, John. Thank you for joining us today.
0: Hello, Christina. Thank you for having me.
1: Well, I love the topic of relationships, interpersonal relationship coaching, all that stuff. But before we jump in, let's get your background.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, So I've been a coach now, uh, so I trained in 2012 uh, after I met a coach who um, kind of i met at a networking meeting and we had a chat and I had some sessions and she said, you're helping these people with your counselling, um, but why does your life still suck? <laughs> and, um, and really, I, did, I completely understood myself. I had been in therapy, working in therapy, had my own therapy for about eight years at that point, but my life was still pretty uh, rubbish. I was very unhappy and, uh, and unfulfilled. And she helped me to understand that coaching would help me to change my story. Mm. So um, I trained as a coach at that point and started to integrate the counselling and coaching together uh, to help people that were in counselling that wanted to move on with their lives a bit more. And the more I worked in that space, the more that was the right thing for me to be able to do. And. During that time, was also moving my own life forward, and I could see the benefits of that. So that became more of my passion to be able to help people to not only understand where they come from, but to be able to put changes into place to live the life that they wanted. Mm. I then trained as a hypnotherapist, added that to my sort of skill set, and NLP training as well. So I trained as a neuro-linguistic uh, uh, practitioner. And mm integrated all of the kind of approaches and my own experience in uh, 2016 when I started the John Kenny Coaching brand and started to help people with my interpersonal relationship coaching approach and then really started to focus then on that point at the relationship side of things. Originally, I was helping people to manage toxic and unhealthy relationship spaces because that was my own experience of my relationships, I'd always had toxic and unhealthy relationships previously. So I was working with people mainly to help them to be able to manage the ones that they were in and to maybe walk away from the ones they didn't want in their lives anymore. And then last year in 2020, in fact, um, I started working more with people helping them to find quality relationships. Because, again, there was a different shift in me, I ended up separating from my wife because when we met seven years ago, we were both in completely different spaces. And although it wasn't really that toxic, it was quite an empty, unfulfilling space. So we decided to move on last year. And I had quite a lot of people coming to me um, wanting to know why they were still single during all the lockdowns that were going on because of the pandemic. And so I started to look a bit more forward thinking, so how do you bring these quality relationships into your life? Mm. I to focus a lot more on helping people to understand where they were coming from, which was stopping them from finding the quality of relationships they wanted, to break their relationship patterns and understand how they were actually being within themselves that were meaning they were maybe avoiding or. Uh, not attracting the right type of person, and uh, here we are today. Uh, relationship, the relationship guy was then born. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I now call myself. I call myself the relationship guy, uh, helping people to find uh, quality relationships with people that might struggle with intimacy.
1: Oh, nice! Well, uh, and I'm glad you're here to share us uh, to share your wisdom with us today. Along those lines, um, so before we look at tips for finding quality in our relationships, one of the things, and so one of the things that I teach in uh, the classroom, virtual or in person, is emotional intelligence. And there's some groups that I have to go in and prove to them why it's important to be fairly decent at interpersonal relationships. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is surprising to me, but mm. maybe for those listeners that aren't quite sold on why is it important for me to even pay attention to you know, interpersonal relationships in work or at home? Mm. What would your response be for them?
0: I would say that the uh, I can I'll quote the Yale University Grant Study, which is a seventy-five year study that looked at your quality of life and the key factors to quality of life. And they decided after 75 years that the key indicator to life quality was the quality of your relationships. So whether that is intimate relationships or business relationships or family relationships, it didn't really matter. They said the quality of your relationships is directly correlated to your quality of life. Uh, So therefore, your interpersonal relationships are key if you want to live the best life possible.
1: Yeah. And what what I think is funny, and uh, my husband and I laugh about this now, but when we first uh, got married, um, gosh, what, 13, 14 years ago now? I I told him, okay, we need to, you know, start looking at maybe going into some sort of relationship development training or, you know, reading some books and discussing them. He's like, why? I said, well, okay, you spend four years learning how to do your craft in college, Mm -hmm. right, Mm -hmm. (laughs) To, to have a career what do you do to prepare yourself to have a successful relationship? It's like, uh. <laughs> Life, generally. Has... Yes, he gets it now, but right. So yeah. so what are some of those things that we can do to help make sure that we, we have quality relationships in our lives?
0: Okay, so there's a few things. So if you're looking at understanding um, how other people work, I think it's important. Yeah. So could, like To be a, have an awareness. But that will start with you. So, having an awareness of how you work. So, um there's quite a kind of background in sort of attachment styles. So, we all have a, a specific attachment style, whether that's a secure attachment or an insecure attachment, and we learn that in childhood. Uh, with our, if we've learned to connect and attach to our primary caregivers in a healthy way, then generally we will have a secure attachment, so we we can have healthy relationships with others when we grow up. But not only that, it informs how we relate to ourselves as well if we've had an unhealthy um, attachment when we grow up then we'll have certain ideas about ourselves so whether we're worthy of love whether we deserve love whether we can actually love ourselves or not what kind of worth that we have and also then we'll develop a sense of what relationships bring to our lives So are they scary spaces? Are they full of loss? Are they full of pain? Are they inconsistent? And then we'll take those ideas forward with us into all the other relationships that we'll then have in our life. Generally, if we start to feel close to somebody else, uh, that attachment will get triggered. And if we're not aware of what that is, then we're not going to know why we're acting, feeling certain ways when we start to... um, Share a deeper connection with people.
1: Mm, so, awareness in that. And it sounds like relationships are a, a training ground essentially for learning more about ourselves as well as other people.
0: Definitely, definitely. Because we will react and respond in certain ways depending on the environment that we're in. And if we don't understand why we give specific meanings to certain events or to certain circumstances, then we're going to find it a, a difficulty in being able to manage those in, in the best way for us possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and being becoming really aware of yourself also enables you to kind of take a step back and go, okay, I can understand why I do something. Um, let me just take a breather here and see why this person might be doing something. And then okay. rather than going down the blaming route or the uh, anger route or the judgment route, we'll be able to take a step back and go, okay, I can see that they might be doing this for whatever reason, or, or even if we don't know what that reason is, we can say, okay, they've clearly got a reason for doing this. Um, I don't really need to know that, but at least I know that I can manage that in a better way for me.
1: Yeah. Nice. Okay. So it's important to understand how uh, we tick as well as how other people tick, if you will. <laughs> What's another step?
0: Um, so... To know what you want, I think, is very important. Uh, a lot of the people that I do work with have a really clear idea about what they don't want in life, and they come with a big list of I don't want this and I don't want that. Uh, the problem with that is is what you put your focus to, you have a tendency to create. And if you are constantly thinking about what you don't want in a relationship, that's have a, you have a tendency to just keep finding the same thing over and over again. Yeah. It's like if I go to the park, and I don't want a treading dog poo. Um, the only thing I'm actually looking for is dog poo. So what we need to do is just to be able to be okay. Well, I want to ride the swings. I want to see the flowers and the trees and listen to the birds. So that's what I'm going to focus on. Occasionally, I might tread in a bit of dog poo, but my life is pretty good. Everything else is ticking along okay because I've got a lot of what I want in my life, and therefore, um, the, the occasional tread is not going to cause you too much of a problem. But if we always focus on what we don't want, we'll always keep coming across the kind of things that we're not looking for. So if I say I don't want to be with someone who is abusive, my brain is just looking out for people that are abusive so I can avoid them. Yeah. So what I need to focus on is actually what I'm looking for in somebody. So if I want a quick to create a quality relationship, I need to think about all the qualities that it is in that relationship that I want. Uh, rather than the things I'm looking to avoid.
1: Yeah. So there's uh, some subconscious things going on here.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. Most of this comes from your subconscious and it's about making it conscious. Uh, we learn how to do relationships at a very early age. Um, so, therefore, that seeps very deeply into our subconscious. And then we have a tendency then to do what we know. Our brain's very comfortable doing what we know yeah uh, it likes the familiar and if it sees something familiar it has a tendency to go for it because it knows what it's it knows what that's going to be like whereas yeah. if something might be really good for you but your brain doesn't actually know what that's like because it's not experienced it before then your brain might then decide to avoid that and keep you going around in the same circles over and over again just because it's it's creates like an idea of safety for you that uh, isn't actually really keeping you very safe. It's just keeping you stuck.
1: Yeah, it's just keeping you in a predictable pattern.
0: <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, that's male adaptive type pattern. Then you're just yep. having male type relationships.
1: Yeah. So, how do we focus on bringing the quality in our lives that we want? In addition to um, identifying what we do want.
0: Yeah. So um, it depends what how what, how you think about the law of attraction, really. Um, as Buddha said, what you think you create and bringing what you want into your awareness, which is part of your brain on, called your reticular activating system or your RAS. And that is your, I'm going to try and find it for you, part of your brain. So if I keep telling myself to look for something, then my brain, my mind will be open to possibility and it will search for evidence for certain things for me at a subconscious Level and sometimes at a conscious level, and therefore, we'll start to attract different things into our life if that's what we're focusing on. Um, We also need to be able to raise our own energy. So, again, working on that relationship with yourself, we tend to have a tendency to attract the same type of energy that we're, we're vibrating at. And if we are then more confident in ourselves, more positive about what we want, then by raising our own vibration people will be attracted to that so therefore when we go out looking for the right type of person if we're vibrating on a certain energy that person is going to be attracted to us and we're going to be attracted to them based on the energy that we're actually giving out um and if again if we're in a don't want space that energy is going to be given off and we're going to attract the, the people that are on the same wavelength as that and keep yeah. bringing those types of people into our lives that we're not we're not wanting to arrive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of people think, I mean, when we talk about relationships, they're thinking romantic relationships, but this works for friends, uh, co-workers, colleagues, bosses, any kind of relationship in our lives.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I've worked with a lot of people that are uh, bu- bullied at school and then they end up being bullied at work. Yeah. Um, or they've attracted like a narcissistic personal relationship, but they've also got a narcissistic boss. Um, so, yes, it, it does um, have a tendency to bleed into all areas of our life. You usually find that people like a people pleasers, they all attract a lot of people that like to take, you know, take energy um and that could be intimate relationships friends um people could take advantage of you at work it's it, you know so it, it's like you said this goes in all areas of your life
1: yeah so it sounds like we need to get ourselves and this is i mean good advice all around right we need to get ourselves straight before we start and i don't mean straight i guess um aware healthy before we enter in these relationships
0: yeah i think it's about understanding yourself is very important yeah and if you have got a difficult relationship with yourself you're likely not to allow good relationships in any way so even if you did meet somebody that could be really good for you if you're in an undeserving unwarranting space then it's very going to be very difficult for you to allow someone to care about you in the way that uh, you could anyway yeah so yes it's really important that you understand yourself that you really um, work on uh, having a positive relationship with yourself. If you don't have one, otherwise, yeah. it's very unlikely that you're going to allow a really positive and healthy relationship to come towards you.
1: Nice. So we know about ourselves. We know what we want. What do we do after that?
0: Uh, we go out there. <laughs> <laughs> we go out
1: there and do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we do. Yeah, we quickly have been around, and we just <laughs> and do it. Um, yeah it's important that we put kind of put it into practice but it it will come if you if you put the right if you put your mind in the right space and you put yourself in the right space you you will go out and find what you're looking for, but obviously you need to go out and search for it as well. It's not just going to fall in your lap. Um that's where okay. I have some some issue with the law of attraction sometimes. <laughs> when people say, Yes, yeah, just put the intention out into the universe and it will provide and then go, No, it won't actually not
1: like <laughs> Wait, someone's not gonna knock on my door?
0: What? Yeah. <laughs> I heard you were looking for yeah, I heard you were looking for a relationship. Am I the <laughs> <laughs> uh no, it's you've still gotta go out and find it. So it's about putting your head in the right space, but you've got to go and um Go out and search for what you're looking for; otherwise, it's 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 going to just keep passing you by.
1: Yeah. Well, and I I noticed too the world pretty much changed for me when I started looking at all my relationships as growth opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And going through each interaction, like, okay, what, what am I learning from this? What is this opportunity teaching me? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Instead of why is this happening to me? Right. It's, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah What
1: is this teaching me? And sometimes it's okay. I need to set boundaries and put this person outside of my, my circle. <laughs> yeah.
0: So yeah. yeah, definitely. Sometimes the best thing to do is to walk away. Um, if it's not serving you, then, mm-hmm. um, you know or like you said, if it's already served you, yeah, and you've taken everything that you can from this relationship, it's okay for you then to say okay this is this is this has served its purpose, yeah, uh, whatever it's taught me, I've learned, and I can now move on
1: yeah, lesson um, learned
0: Check. Than getting stuck these, what we have a tendency to do we have a tendency just to let these things carry on even if they have um stayed their course,
1: yeah. So, I I noticed on your website, you have a lot of different resources like a documentary, ebooks, a people program. Can you share a little bit more about those different resources for folks?
0: Yeah. So, in 2019, I released the People Program book, um, which is a six part coaching program. The first part of the book is a little bit about my personal experiences. So, how I learned to see myself how I learned to do relationships as such and the second half of the book asks people the questions I kind of asked myself as I was writing the book and what I'd done previously as a coach in being able to understand so the people stands for problems emotions operate patterns likelihood and enhance so you Mm -hmm. work through the different parts of the program and You'll be able to kind of figure out what problems you've got and how you can understand how you feel, how you act, whether you're in some kind of pattern in your life, and then how you can put things into place which help you to move forward. Um, I also turned the program into a video program, and that is being given away, actually, as complimentary on my website at the moment. And in... 2019, I filmed a documentary called Forget Me Not, The Child That You Left Behind. Mm. And that talks about how when we grow up, we have a tendency to hide parts of ourselves if our parts of our personality don't fit when we're growing up. So, for instance, I was quite a, I used to mess about quite a lot as a kid. And I was always told to stop messing about or behave myself or to be quiet or stop being stupid or silly. <laughs> those types of things.
1: I'm relating. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. And yeah. that meant that when I got older, when I was trying to stand out, if I was being silly or messing about, which was actually a normal part of my personality, part of me wouldn't allow it to happen. So I was suppressing certain parts of myself because it didn't fit when I was a child. So as I got into adulthood, I still didn't believe that they fitted, but they felt like they were real and they felt like they wanted to come out, but I was rejecting them. So the documentary is about that. It's about understanding the parts of your personality that you leave behind because you don't feel like you're allowed to show them off as an adult.
1: No, I I totally relate to that because being a female in the field of law enforcement for well, I was in it for uh, about 15 years. I actually had to kind of find that inner child after I left so I could be my, my, my personality as I yeah. am now.
0: <laughs> yeah. I can imagine it's quite, a, you have to be, be a sp- very specific way most of the time, don't you?
1: Yeah. So I will definitely catch that documentary and mm. you have uh, a few eBooks and a lot of different videos too.
0: Yeah. So I've got, <laughs> I've got, I've got lots of videos on my YouTube channel. Um, and I think there's three eBooks on my website that we given away of people, uh, some about relationships, about creating a positive mindset. Um, and also there's like the key concept to my coaching approach, which I've called the bicycle effect. Mm-hmm. And that explains why we ride our bicycle, bicycle of life off in certain directions. Ooh. yeah so um, when I was kind of thinking about how we actually work as a human being, it was really it kind of fell into this shape of a bicycle Aww. um so yeah, I've called it the bicycle effect, so it's about understanding why you think, feel, and do what you do and where all and where all that comes from,
1: yeah. Nice. Well, and then you're coaching too. So, what types of individuals uh, do you coach? And uh, if a listener is interested, what does that look like and how do they get a hold of you?
0: Yeah. So, I coach at the moment, I'm kind of focusing on helping people that are successful in life but are still single and struggle with the intimate type of relationship. So, maybe they've um, had difficult relationships in the past. And they really want to understand why they've attracted certain type of people towards them. If they have had uh, just really focused on their career or their business and never really spent the time to find somebody, or the relationships that they've had haven't really complemented their lifestyle or their business life, and now they want to find someone that's going to come along and complement that. And maybe they've just avoided relationships. Um, so I talk a lot about attachment styles, um, and one of those is called an avoidant personality, or you've got an anxious type personality, and people just really get confused about emotions when they get close to people. Um, So I help them to understand where that confusion all comes from and help them to overcome those barriers and blocks they might have to really connecting with someone at a deeper level. Uh, Nice. people want to contact me, they can go through the johnkennycoaching.com website. Um, I'm also kind of dotted all over social media, so we can always connect on there. Um, And just pop me a message if you've got any questions.
1: Nice. I'll put that in the episode description.
0: Lovely. Thanks.
1: Okay. So now we're there. Our final piece of advice for listeners, what Mm. do you have?
0: Okay, so when I've done my talks in the past, as you mentioned, I think I'm sure you mentioned, I've I've done a few speaking gigs uh, across the UK. Um, One of the things that seemed to sort of really kind of hit home and had a lot of questions afterwards was that nothing is personal. So when somebody does something, they're doing it because of they have a need within themselves in order to act in a certain way. Um, Unfortunately, when we're kids, we are blamed a lot or made responsible a lot for the feelings of other people or the circumstances that happen around us. So you make me angry, you make me upset, you make me this, you've done this. And there's a lot of blame and responsibility that we accept from that. And then as we get older, if someone feels a certain way or does a certain thing, we have a tendency to take it personally because we feel responsible. But if I'm a nice person, it's because it meets the need in me to be nice. So I want to feel good, so therefore I will be nice because that makes me feel good. If I'm not very nice, if I'm a nasty person, generally there's something going on within me that will make me act that way. But unfortunately, we have a tendency to take people's behavior personally. So if someone's being nice to me, they must like me. If they're being horrible to me, then they can't like me. And we don't really understand what's going on for them. So, I would suggest if you can, is don't take anything personally because you don't need to. Because the person that's doing the thing that's aimed at you is doing it to meet a need within themselves. And if you can take a step back and go, okay, they're being nice to me or they're not being nice to me, um, just accept it. If they're, <laughs> if <they're being> nice. <laughs> uh, but if they're not being so, so good with you, then just say, okay, what might be going on for them that means that they're treating me in a a certain way. And then we can take that step immediately out of blame and of guilt and shame and all of the really difficult emotions that we carry from uh, childhood that make us unhappy and make us really question ourselves.
1: Yeah. A great advice. Yeah. It took me a while. To learn that, and it's it's hard sometimes to remember that. <laughs> but I, that is awesome advice for our listeners.
0: Uh, this is coming from someone who had to be liked when I was young. Yep, yeah, I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I relate. You know, if someone didn't like me, I'd be a complete mess. Oh, uh, <laughs> tell me why you don't like me. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
1: oh well, that's... thank you so much for joining us today, John.
0: No, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me.
1: If you'd like to learn more about John, visit his website at johnkennycoaching.com. Have you ever been trapped by aliens in a military bunker, locked in a coffin, or had to save humanity from an outbreak of the zombie virus? The Escape Leads have. Learn about how to have fun while developing yourself at escapeleads.com. That's escape, L-E-T-E-S.com. <laughs>